Hey, hey everyone, how are you? I hope you're all well and I hope you're having a lovely day. So yes, I'm so sorry. I had said on my previous podcast that I would be here every week to do some talking about stuff and yoga and relationships and everything like that but it just didn't feel right but now I'm back I think the last time I did a podcast was on the 10th of March or something like that I think (laughs) so yeah I'm sorry but now feels like the right time to do it and every Friday I'm going to do one and I might have some people on as well and just do some interviews about yoga and relationships and just in general stuff but today I thought we would do something about stress because April is stress awareness month and I didn't know this until I think it was last week or something like that and I'm thinking my gosh we're now in April the end of April near enough we've got a week left so I thought well let's just do it anyway it doesn't matter so let's get started So today we're going to talk about stress and oh my gosh, everybody knows about stress. Everyone knows someone that's stressed or you might be stressed in your yourself. Everybody has that kind of stress or anxiety. Everybody has that kind of thing and it's all different. It comes out in different ways. So many different people have different things and stress is a massive, massive subject I suppose. So yep it's that six little word that starts with an S and ends with an S and we are going to talk about it and we all know what it is really but do we actually know what the proper physicalness of it or or the uh, what's the word um yeah like what happens in your body so we're going to talk about that as well. So what exactly is it? Well it's where there are more levels of cortisol hormone which is your stress hormone in your body than there should be and there needs to be more serotonin which is your calming hormone in your body and your mind for your body to function correctly and when we start to feel stressed that's when our levels of cortisol go really really high and then we don't know what to do with ourselves and we feel like so we can then get headaches we get tension we get tightness in our shoulders our neck area our brain function starts to decrease which is not good and we start doing silly things because we just cannot compute we cannot work in a stressful environment we can't our bodies don't work in a stressful environment even that's what i'm trying to say and yeah then we just start to make mistakes and we really really don't know what we're doing so we then need to start to notice when we are feeling stressed and what causes it and what for us to what to do about it before it then gets out of hand and this whole year has taught us so many different things about stress and nobody knew nobody thought this would be a year on and we're still in the same position compared to last year when we when we first started all this and you might be feeling stressed out as in like you might be from from like a whole year ago how can you put can you go back in your mind and and figure out like we were all in lockdown right now I think we've been in lockdown a a month actually four weeks yeah and how were we feeling and then try and bring it back to now so are you more stressed now than you were because then we didn't know what this was about we didn't know how to cope with it and over the year we've got a lot better at doing that but it still doesn't mean that stress will go away because we, we're constantly worried about this thing. We, we don't know how to deal with it as well. And everything is different. Like we've had to go online for the last year or so and everybody's had to change the way they work, change school life, home life, everything like that. And 
I'm I'm one of the ones that yeah is working from home and I've had to change all my yoga class to be online so that for me has been quite stressful because I normally would go out I had 12 classes a week that I would be going out to and then I had to bring them all online so that was a complete change and for me to be at home all the time and the kids to be here and just everything is so stressful but we learned how to deal with it and and it didn't happen overnight at all it was just really one of those things that we all had to deal with and deal with it in our own ways because nobody knew how to deal with this situation so yeah I think everybody's dealt with it in in their own ways really so did you know though that 74% of UK adults have felt so stressed at some point over the last year that they found felt overwhelmed and unable to cope and that is just awful that is such a high percentage it's just a bit ridiculous it's just it's not right it's certainly not right so for you to be not one of those statistics you need to start to figure out how to change your thought process because it is all in the mind as long as you've got a calm mind then you will start to then notice the your body's changes quite quickly so to do this take three big deep breaths and channel our thoughts into our exhales because when you're inhaling you inhale through your nose you're then bringing in all of that calm energy that calm air then you pause at the top don't do if it, don't pause if you're pregnant just think about what you want to exhale and then when you exhale go proper exhale through the mouth by doing that you're channeling all of your negative energy out and doing that three times will really really help to bring your cortisol levels down and your serotonin levels to come up and that is what we're aiming for and you can do another way which I learned a couple of months ago actually which is incredible it's amazing put your hands to the wall and try and push away so do like a lunge with your legs so have one leg in front of the other probably about two or three feet behind each other and then really try and push the wall away so really using your force using your energy pushing the wall away and that is incredible because you're channeling all of that energy out from your hands from your body into the wall and it doesn't matter where it goes the wall just soaks up everything so do it because it is amazing or another really good one to do is I always dance around the kitchen we put the radio on at breakfast time and we just have a dance we just get up and we move any kind of movement is really really good to get rid of all that energy and we as humans are filled up filled up with energy and the universe is as well now it doesn't matter if you don't believe in all this stuff or not what matters is we are cells and we are made up of energy and the world the the earth is made up of cells and energy and we came from energy and everything in the world the universe the atmosphere is all energy so we are all connected somehow some way and whatever you wherever you start to feel stressed and whenever you start to notice that do something to get all of that negative energy out. So if someone's annoyed you, someone's upset you, someone said something, you can just go rah, and then that that's that's it. You you've got rid of that energy. But most of us don't do that, and we tend to keep it inside us. And the more we keep it inside us, the worse we then start to become. We then start to go into ourselves, and we are not being true to ourselves so we do need to actually try and channel our thoughts and channel our energies out and yeah as I said any kind of movement even if you've got only three minutes in the morning 
to get up, do it, just do it or set your alarm five minutes earlier. Like every morning I will get up, I will do a half an hour of work because then the kids are on their tablets and I can get peace for half an hour. <laughs> so that means, yep, I do half an hour of work and then I get up and I do my hit class or I do a yoga class or I do dancing or anything like that, anything to get you moving because that is the best way to channel out your energy or sing or anything, do anything. It doesn't matter if anyone's watching you. The kids find me hilarious, sorry, that's the radiator. <laughs> that's not good, is it? Um, yeah, the kids find it hilarious when I'm doing handstands against the wall while they're eating breakfast or while we're in the kitchen or just, we just have a lot of family time and, and they just find it fun and it is fun. And I think, when you start to get stressed, your whole life then becomes about that. It becomes about being anxious and stressed and not knowing where to go, not knowing where to, what to do and how to get rid of it. So another amazing thing is to go out in nature, go outside, go. And I know I say this a lot, but it is true. Nature is truly our biggest healer because Again, it's energies around you and there's lots of cells. Everything is made up of cells and energy. And just by taking off your shoes and connecting with Mother Earth, that is incredible. I love doing that. I love that in the summer with the grass around your toes, around your feet. You could just, oh, it's lovely. And on the beach as well, like sandy beaches. I know Brighton Beach, we don't have sandy beaches. Although actually, sometimes when it's low tide, we do, but... Is many pebbles and that hurts but you're still connecting with nature just just do it just go outside close your eyes again and do three big deep breaths because oh my gosh it is incredible it just really makes you feel better and I know everybody is different and we have our own ways of doing things and just just know that if you are struggling and you are stuck, there is always someone to help you, no matter what. You can go to friends, you can go to family, you can come to me. Whatever you are feeling, please, please, please don't bottle it up because that is the worst. And I know I'm probably being sexist here and I'm sorry, but men tend to bottle things up more than women. Women women have a thing that they just blur out stuff to their friends and they just they they well some people do anyway they let you know how how they're feeling whereas men and men are getting better at this they are i know that they are and well done men they are noticing when they are more stressed and they are they are saying things they are allowing their thoughts their feelings to come out and we need more of this so keep going men please you're doing really really well at doing that because we do need to we just recognize it and you can't do it on your own. You can try. You really can try and do it on your own. But there's always help. Like do a yoga class. Just Google or go on, on YouTube. There's so many yoga classes out there. Or do my seven day free trial for my on-demand on yoga classes. Just anything or any kind of movement like a hit. I do Joe Wicks in the morning as well. So he's got loads of stuff on YouTube. Go and find something that you will feel comfortable doing and that is little your little bit of me time because you need that you need that time you need that effort for you for you to feel good and then especially in the mornings when you wake up you think oh my gosh I've got so much to do today or I've got I've got to do this I've got this deadline I've got this deadline I don't know how to do it I don't know what I'm going to do 
So bringing meditation, and we don't have to call it meditation, I know a lot of you don't like that word, we can just call it sitting down quietly, sitting, being with yourself quietly for five minutes, less than five minutes if you want to, just being quiet with yourself. Now, it doesn't matter if you have a manic household, I certainly do, and I know, excuse me, if you've got kids, it's just a a nuts time, especially in the mornings. But to do your meditation, it doesn't have to be quiet. It really doesn't. Like we've got quite a busy road where we are outside. And I I know that I can channel that, that noise out and that just becomes a noise for every day. So if you've got a busy household, you just know how to channel that. You just let it go. You don't have to be in a quiet place. Yes, if you want to be, that's great. Or go outside and go in nature and just close your eyes and be with yourself. But for everyday stuff, you sometimes don't, especially if we're all together and I know schools have gone back now and stuff, which is good. But especially maybe at the weekends, if you're really, really stuck to be on your own, just go up to your bedroom and sit on your bed for five, 10 minutes or so just to be by yourself because we do need to be by ourselves or just be with our loved ones and know that we've got support, know that we've got support for anything that we are feeling. And again, talking about how you're feeling is is one of the really good options now if you don't have anyone to talk to that's fine then you can journal so write write just about your feelings and again I was never one to journal at all I never was a teenager that did journaling I never I don't know I never had a diary but the last year or so I have started to and I don't write I don't know like like a teenager or not a teenager but (laughs) um I don't write stuff. Well, you can write anything you want, but I have 10 things that I write down and um, I'll go into that in another podcast actually, but it's just incredible just writing how you feel or what you've been up to today or what went right today, what went wrong today, something like that, just anything. Just getting your thoughts out of your head onto paper and it really, really, really helps you. Now, if you're not one to journal, then, or write down stuff, you can say in your phone, every phone has a voice recorder, or the laptop has a voice recorder. Just say it into your phone, and then you're getting all of those thoughts out of your head and into somewhere else. So you're giving that away, you're, you're doing something with those thoughts, and then once you've done it, you can then get rid of it. Just delete it, or keep it, whatever, and then just go back to it if you need to. So that's another really, really good way of dealing with it. But so um, stress can really bring on a multitude of ailments, especially with your body. So like headaches and migraines, and these are one of the main reasons. And most of us do suffer with headaches and migraines at some point in our life. But did you know that research suggests that 3,000 migraine attacks often occur every day for each million of the general population. That is huge. 3,000 migraines per 1 million people. That's nuts. And that is just a massive, massive number. And I'm sure it's probably gone higher within the last year because it has, because of working from home, the stress of this whole situation, no one knows what's what's happening. And somehow we need to prevent this. And yes, you can go to the GP, you can get pills, but I'm not one for that at all. I don't take any pills. And I think if you're in the right mindset or you try to be in the right mindset and you do holistic things like you do yoga or meditation or journaling or dancing or any kind of exercise, you can actually combat this and come off of your medication 
Now, I'm not saying don't come off it. If you're already on prescribed medication, don't come off it. You need to talk to your doctor first. But what I'm saying is you can holistically, you can get off those medications because those medicines, because they are not doing you very well at all. Look at all of the insides of your body. Look what they're actually doing. Like they're, they're doing one thing, which is great. But then they're trying to probably do something to another organ and we don't want that at all. And I'm no GP, don't get me wrong, I'm not at all. But I know that any kind of uh, illness or, yeah, migraine, headache, anything like that can be reversed. Even cancer can be reversed. Now, I know I'm not going into that at all. But, yeah, people know me will know that... uh, I won't say it, it's fine. <laughs> I want to, but I won't. <laughs> so um, the best form of treatment, as I've said earlier, is to go out in nature or breathe, do some breathing exercises. And there are so many different things, as in like breathing exercises that you can do, like pranayama breathing is amazing at really calming you down and releasing your, lowering your blood pressure even, and releasing the cortisol levels. And it's just connecting with your breath. And in everyday breathing, we don't breathe correctly. And I've said this a lot before as well. We shallow breathe, especially when we are stressed out and we're anxious. We tend to not breathe correctly at all. And we're not using our diaphragm. We're not using the muscles, the intercostal muscles, the muscles in between your ribs. And you're not using your tummy. So if you look at a child... When they breathe, when they're asleep, they use their whole abdomen. So they use their chest, their their diaphragm, which is the muscle that splits up your chest cavity to your abdomen. And then they use their abdomen as well. Whereas with us, we shallow breathe. So again, every time we're breathing, if we're shallow breathing, we are not getting the oxygen we need to our brain. And then that's going to keep us feeling really, really stressed out. We're not getting those energy. We're not getting that cells, those cells, the oxygenated cells to our body, to our brain. So when we breathe correctly and we calm down and we slow down, that is when you start to feel better because you're getting that oxygen. You're oxygenating all of your cells. That oxygen is then going straight to your brain, which is then making you feel better, which is then releasing the serotonin, your calming hormones. So it's all connected. So if you do be breathe deeply, you will automatically notice a difference amazing straight away. You really will. So do that. Next time you're feeling stressed, do that. Sit up straight, stand up straight, keep your shoulders back, lift through your chest, lift through the crown of your head and breathe because then you're not hunched over. Like again, we're working from home. We're working at the kitchen table or we've tried to I don't know, grab something like someone maybe working on a bed or something like that. So we are always hunched over. If we notice our posture, push your shoulders back, push them down away from your ears, have a straight back, trying to get that aligned. Imagine a straight line from the top of your head all the way down to your coccyx, the bottom, the base of your spine, all in a straight line. So imagine a ruler really, really attached to your spine. And then you'll then be able to breathe more. That's what our lungs are for, to breathe and to feel good. And we aren't when we are so stressed out. But uh, another reason, and some of you may not know, some of you may know, is about high sugary foods. And nobody wants to have stress or, let's rephrase that, sorry. 
when we are feeling bad, we then automatically go, some of us do, automatically go for the sugary foods because that gives us a good boost because the way the sugar works in the food is that you eat it, it then gets digested for uh, say about 20 minutes, half an hour, your blood sugar levels then rise and you feel good, you feel like you've got energy, you can do anything, you're so, yes, I can do this, I can do that. And then slowly your insulin levels diminish because you're not keeping that that sugar level up and that then starts to go down and then that's when you feel tired you feel sluggish you just don't know how to be you're tired you're ratty you're snappy and all of these things and this is because you have eaten high sugary foods so again what is the point in having that sugary food and yes I'm no angel I do eat chocolate I eat cakes I eat biscuits but I also know that if I eat a cake, like, I don't know, a big Belgian bun or something, they're my favourite. If I eat one of those in an hour's time, I'm going to be really tired. I don't get snappy. I just, I know I feel sluggish and tired. But I know that that is because of the cake. So the more you know about nutrition as well, just picking things up. I'm not a nutritionist either, but I'm, I've got a, I like it. It's one of my interests that I really enjoy reading about and, and finding out about. And it's, it's really, really interesting, actually. And going back to headaches. So because if, if you have missed a meal, for whatever reason, your body isn't getting that energy from your meal. So we eat to get energy and to move our bodies. We need the specific amount of calories, whatever calories you are on. If you're on a low calorie diet, that's fine. But mainly um, women need 2000 and I think men need 2500. That could have changed now. I don't know. That might be wrong now. But um, yeah, so we need that, just those calories alone to function, just for everyday functioning. But then if we're doing some kind of exercise or we're doing some race or something like that, we then need to up it because we then need that energy to, to carry on with that race. But if we are dehydrated as well and we're not drinking enough, then we can then get headaches as well because we're not getting the fluid intake and then sometimes most of the time our cells are dehydrated and they're feeling a bit flat and squishy and we need them to be hard and alive and awake and when we have a drink then that then gives ourselves more energy and we're not dehydrated and the best way to see if you're dehydrated is when you go for a wee Make sure that your urine is clear or slight tinge of yellow. You don't want it really, really dark yellow and smelly because that is that means you're dehydrated. So you're aiming to have two to three litres of water a day. I probably drink about three litres a day. And also another one, which I uh, another tip that I shared a couple of weeks ago actually was every time you go for a wee in the bathroom, we have a pint glass, a plastic pint glass. And every time you go for a wee, fill it back up with water and drink that because then you know if you're on a tight time limit or you're doing something else and you haven't got time for a drink, then you know you've already had your drink. You've had your, you, you're going to be hydrated. But yes, it does mean you're peeing for England, but <laughs> but that is normal, so don't worry. And um, yeah, I must pee, I don't know, about eight, nine times a day. <laughs> But then also um, going back to like tea or coffee, sometimes too much of that can then also give you headaches as well. And then you will feel stressed because you've got a headache and, and you're just not sure. And also sleep as well. Sleep can be a really bad one if you 
if you're quite sleep deprived you uh, you will then start to feel quite ratty quite tired again you'll feel stressed out and and it's just a vicious circle you just you need you need to get seven or eight or probably eight or nine hours sleep per day and I know a lot of us don't and my husband and I are very good at doing that we will go to bed last night we're in bed by nine and normally normally most of the time we're in bed by ten but sometimes if we are trying to keep up with our work or we don't turn our phones off now when we should do and come off of our screens and tablets two hours before bedtime we're then constantly all the time we're working and we're subconsciously working and we don't realize that because you just check your phone and you've got an email from work or a client or something like that oh excuse me and then you just you just reply so you're still constantly working and you don't really realize it and I think this last year has certainly I don't know made it easier to work but also harder because we don't get any downtime we don't get any me time and we need to we need to start actually switching off and just saying to your boss great I'm going to work nine to five and I'm going to turn my phone off I'm not going to check any emails until tomorrow you need to have that boundary because again that that's an anxiousness but also if you can't and you feel anxious because you're going to turn your turn your laptop off at five o'clock and then you've got to wait until nine o'clock the next day and you're feeling anxious about the amount of emails that are coming through and oh my gosh I can't do that I haven't I haven't done that today or I haven't done that today don't worry your well-being is the main thing that you need to think about and if you've got an understanding boss and hopefully you will have by now because they've had to go through this as well then they will know that well-being is the main source because well-being is better and it's better for everybody employees employers because you are going to be more able to function you're going to be able to function better because you're less stressed out if you do all of these things if you do exercise you do breathing exercises you do journaling you do meditation anything like that is going to help you with all of your stress levels and also did you know that only doing 30 minutes of exercise three times a week has phenomenal benefits and it also decreases the chance of you getting a headache and feeling anxious and stressed so next time you do suffer with a headache or you're feeling anxious just move put on your favorite song and do a dance or push the wall away or go out and scream into the grass or scream into a pillow just just feel that energy try and change that negative thought into a good energy and you will feel so so much better and I know a lot of you will will think that like meditation and visualization doesn't work but have you tried it if you're thinking that if you're thinking in that way then you obviously haven't tried it and it has or you have tried it and it hasn't worked for you so if it hasn't worked then go and find something else that will but you need to find something you can channel your thoughts into, channel how you're feeling and know that once you've done that, whatever that activity is, then, then you know that you will feel so much better about everything. So just having maybe six minutes a day to do some breathing exercises, that equals like 45 minutes a week. That's all it is, 45 minutes a week of breathing exercises, six minutes a day will help you to feel so so good and and just try it just just see so do you know how many times we actually breathe in a day what do you reckon 
I wouldn't have a clue. But I googled it and it is 20,000 times a day we actually breathe. That's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. So again, like I said earlier, we have to breathe correctly because when we're not breathing, we're not getting that oxygen to our brain. We're not getting that oxygen to ourselves, which is going to make us feel good. So breathing correctly really, 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 really helps with everything to de-stress you. And another thing is to talk about it. So talk to your friends, talk to your family, don't bottle it up. And I know I said that earlier, but stress is one of these one things that everybody feels and and it might be something that comes out in different ways like I don't get stressed as in like I don't go ah that's not me getting stressed I my body tells me that I'm stressed in different ways so when I was doing my veterinary nursing exams I think it was those yeah 20 odd years ago um my hair was falling out I didn't feel stressed in myself in my mind, I didn't feel stressed, but my body was stressed because my hair was falling out. It was actually falling out in clumps. And then, oh, it must have been about four months ago now. I think when we were in the middle of the last lockdown, just after Christmas, I came out in a rash, in hives, and I knew that that was stress. So again, I wasn't, ah, that's not me stressed. I didn't know that I was actually stressed. My body knew that I was stressed. So it came out in a whole rash all over my body. And I had that for two weeks and it was seriously itchy. It was horrible. But again, I didn't have any antihistamines. I didn't use that. I used aloe gel. And that is amazing because it's a natural antihistamine. So again, I'm trying to come away or I'm not even on any medication because I don't feel that it's right. If, if you're on medication, that's fine. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. To me personally, I don't like taking things like that. And you can ask my friends and family. I don't. I don't take anything. And I try not to give the kids anything. They have aloe as well. Um, sometimes they'll have cowpole because I do I do feel that it's not fair on them. <laughs> if they need to, if they obviously need cowpole, then they need it. But um, yeah, just to, just so you know, everybody deals with stress differently. And you might be one that does go rah. Or you might be one that does their hair falls out. Or you might be one that just goes in the, into themselves and doesn't want to talk to anybody and just wants to be a shell and not come out and talk. But the best way to get rid of this stress and anxious anxiety is to talk about it and communicate. Just just say things. Say how you're feeling. Someone out, out, someone out there will know and will have been through it themselves. So yes, I hope you have learned a lot from our nice chat and I will certainly be here again next week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about yet, but leave a comment and let me know what you want me to talk about because I'm here. We can just chat about anything or let me know if you want to come on. I can, you can be my guest on here and yeah, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and really, really enjoying it, and send so much love to you, and thank you very much for listening. Thank you, everybody. Bye.